Welcome to the Dynasty Freaks podcast with your host, Justin Christopher. For free rankings, player values, waiver wire tips, and trade advice, follow him online at dynastyfreaks.com or email dynastyfreaks at gmail.com. Hello and greetings from Austin, Texas. Welcome all of you Dynasty Freaks. Admit it. It's okay. You're addicted to Dynasty. I am too. My name's Justin Christopher and I am a Dynasty Freak. That's a freak with two E's. It's a long explanation. Anyway, I love the NFL. I watch every game every week. I love drafting and trading and scouting and managing all of my teams 365 days a year. So do you. So let's talk some Dynasty. Here's what we have in store today on episode number 51. Uh, with these next few weeks, kind of during this dead period before training camps began, I thought it'd be fun to do a little bit of kind of strategy sessions and just talk a little bit about uh, really what uh, my strategies are for each particular position, uh, offensive positions, um, on our rosters. And so I'll give a little bit of the background on my philosophy. My hope is that these podcasts would um, help you make better decisions, you know, in kind of your roster, your management of your team, and making sure that your rosters are well-balanced, put you in better position to become a dynasty in your leagues. So what we're going to do today is talk about my philosophy when it comes to quarterback position, particularly just in one quarterback leagues. So this is all just in reference to one quarterback leagues. Of course, there's going to be exceptions to every rule that I say here, but these are things that I really aim for in all of my leagues when it comes to uh, what I'm trying to do at the quarterback position. And so after listening, uh, listing uh, some of these, I'll share really what my quarterback rooms look like on my six uh, dynasty teams so you can look at it there. If it helps you better to see it in a visual sense, I would encourage you to go to our website, dynastyfreaks.com, and check out the article that I wrote because you'll be able to look at it um, as well as hear what I'm saying here today, particularly when it comes to that last part, when I list the players. That's not going to be too exciting on a podcast, right? Well, here we go. Let me give you uh, just seven of my kind of overall thoughts and philosophies behind the quarterback position uh, when it comes to managing my dynasty teams. Uh, The first is that I roster, give you kind of roster construction here to to start, I roster two to three quarterbacks. So I really don't like to hold any more than three quarterbacks at a time. Um, In 12-team leagues, I actually actually just often just roster two quarterbacks, especially if they're ones that have proven ability to to stay durable, not the types of quarterbacks that get hurt very often, uh, know how to get rid of the ball, not get take big sacks, don't try to run the ball a lot. Um, I'm happy just to roster two in those deeper leagues. So in my 27 to 30-man rosters, uh, this equates to about 10% of my roster, roughly speaking, 10 to 12, 15% of my rosters will be filled with quarterbacks. Um, because I really want 70-80% of my roster to be filled with running backs and, and wide receivers, which we'll get to that when we talk about philosophy on those positions. But that's my first point, is just for roster construction. I like to have two to three quarterbacks, no more than that. Secondly, um, this is my philosophy behind the quarterbacks, is that I prefer old, older, older quarterbacks than I do younger quarterbacks. So my rosters, when you see me list them here, uh, with really the exception of Jameis Winston, he's about the youngest guy that I have on any of my rosters at the quarterback position, uh, you're going to see that I love to roster the older, proven veteran guys. I like guys that have five to ten years of history to show me exactly what I can expect from them. Um, and I just think that uh, rather, I'd rather hold guys like that, that they have a proven history of what they're going to do, than try to hold on to a young guy with possibly breakout potential. I don't like to hope for a breakout potential in my quarterbacks. What I like to do is have quarterbacks that I know what they've done because they've done it year after year after year. So get this, 10 of last year's top 12 quarterbacks, so these quarterback ones, 
were 29, 10 of the 12 were 29 years or older, and they'd played in the NFL for six years or more. So these are all second, third, and fourth contract guys. Like they, they've got past their rookie contract. They've got into their second, third, fourth contracts, many of them. They have a proven record. Here's the things with quarterbacks. Quarterbacks don't move up and down my dynasty rankings as fast as they do at other positions. Like other positions, there's a lot more uh, movement up and down year to year. Well, once these guys, these older veterans, kind of crack the top 10, they stay there in that top 10 uh, for years to come. They might move down a bump, you know, a spot, and maybe some young guy might jump over them, take Deshaun Watson and Baker Mayfield, I think of them in particular, who've moved into my top 12. That's really rare. Really, it's these long-standing guys that just stay and continue to be top 10 scoring quarterbacks year after year after year. So you'll see when I list mine, I've got a lot of old guys on my team. Third thing that I, that's kind of my uh, philosophy at the quarterback position is I stream my quarterbacks. I don't feel like I have to have like a true number one, like an every week starter. I don't treat the quarterback position that way. I'm happy to stream guys that I have on my roster from week to week based on their mat- matchups. So I rarely have like an every week starter that there's just one guy that's lock and load, like he's in my starting position every single week. Rather, I, I try to get two or three guys that are, I know are going to be top 10 quarterbacks and play the one that has the best uh, best chance of scoring the most points that week, you know, who's, who's playing the worst defense or uh, has the, playing the worst pass defense in particular. So that's one thing that I do is I stream my quarterbacks. Fourth thing as far as a positional philosophy for the quarterback position is I highly value the offensive system. So more than any other position – um, on our fantasy teams, the offensive system plays a huge role in the dynasty value of the quarterback. So when you get a quarterback that's connected to creative coaches like Sean McVay or Sean Payton or Andy Reid or Doug Peterson, just to name a few, your quarterback's just going to have more opportunities to score. And so coaches that are less creative or coaches that are more committed to the running game or are maybe are more defensive-minded, they actually bring down the dynasty value of the quarterback. So think like John Harbaugh or Sean McDermott or Mike Vrabel or Doug Marone, like those are the types of uh, coaches that actually bring down the play of their quarterback. And so more than any other position, um, even when it comes to dynasty, it's the quarterback that's tied to the offensive system. So I put a lot of value in the coach that they're connected with as well. Next uh, thing that I have here is that I value yards over touchdowns. So touchdowns are a little harder to predict from year to year. Take Matt Ryan, for instance. He's one of my favorites, but he's he take his uh, TD count for the last five years. It would be 35, 20, 38, 21, 28. Pretty up and down, right? Or Russell Wilson for the last five years would be 35, 34, 21, 34, 20. Uh, there are certainly some quarterbacks that are more consistent in their TD passes year to year, like my boy Phillip Rivers. I love him. He's super consistent. Uh, but but it's really not the most consistent thing. But what's far more consistent is finding quarterbacks that pass for between 4,000 and 5,000 yards every year and quarterbacks that have 550 attempts or more from year to year. Like, that's really what I go for. I look and try to find the consistency of yardage more than anything else. Attempts would be second, but the attempts, you know, tend to go with the yardage pretty much hand in hand. But go look at the, the passing yardage for your quarterbacks and find the guys that are year-to-year are producing 4,500 to 5,000 yards passing, and you know that the touchdowns are going to come with it. Um, and that's my philosophy. That's why I get these high-passing guys. Sixth one I have here for, uh, for you, sixth uh, point on my philosophy behind quarterbacks is I value pocket passers over runners. Now, this might be the most controversial one that I list. I know some people will super disagree with me on this, but I don't like to carry quarterbacks that run the ball a lot. 
Some say that it's like a cheat code. You hear people say that, oh, it's a cheat code to fantasy football. Like if you get a quarterback that's running, you're just going to get these points. It's almost like cheating. But I don't, I don't believe that. I believe that the running quarterbacks get injured and that they're not reliable week to week um, when it comes to how many yards they're going to get rush, rushing. So check this out. Last year, uh, only two of the top 12 quarterbacks had more than 100 yards rushing on the year. That would be, of course, of course uh, Patrick Mahomes. He had 291 yards rushing. And uh, Deshaun Watson only had 107, so I had to put him on this list too because he did have over 100. But everyone else had below 100, most of them below 50 yards running. So you think that you're, you know, winning some weeks with these running quarterbacks, but I'm telling you, it's not a good long-term strategy because what it means if you're a running quarterback, it means that you're not very good at passing. And so what you need in a dynasty quarterback is guys that are going to be passing the ball and racking up the yards through the air, not the yards on the ground. And so this is something I think will not help your dynasty team if you're trying uh, as a long-term strategy to try to get running quarterbacks. Go for the guys that pass and pass often and rack up the yards through the air. Finally, my last thing that I'll mention here uh, in this quarterback positional philosophy is I can only point to a few times that I've ever drafted a quarterback in the rookie draft. So I, I wrote as the main point. I rarely draft a rookie quarterback. I can actually kind of I can only think of two times that I have. So I rarely will get a rookie. And if I do, it's got to be later, like in the third or fourth round of a rookie draft. Um, that's largely because I play in one quarterback leagues. I'm sure it would be way different if I played in two quarterback leagues. Of course it would be different, right? But it's also because of my philosophy that I've already said, that I always have two to three steady uh, quarterbacks on my roster that are older, that are proven to be top 10 fantasy scores from year to year to year. And then I just don't feel like I need to draft one. I don't feel like I need to wait and develop one when I've already got older, proven guys on my team. Of course, you know, eventually I'm going to make some trades or do some things that that shuffle things around so that I don't just continually get older and older at that position. But I've rarely drafted a quarterback. So those are my seven uh, positional philosophies when it comes to quarterbacks and on my rosters and my dynasty teams. Let me just real briefly... I'll do this on the podcast. Again, I recommend that you would go to the website and check out the article that I wrote on this topic so you can see them in front of you. But I am in six um, dynasty leagues, and here's the players that I have positioned at quarterback just so you can get an idea of if what I'm saying here by my philosophy matches what I do in reality. So here are my current current rosters. I have a league called the Keeper League. Keeper League is a 10-team league with a 30-man roster. Yeah, my, my quarterback's in that league, and this is my one exception where I do have four quarterbacks. I have Jameis Winston, Jimmy Garoppolo, Ben Roethlisberger, and Philip Rivers. Like, I think that's just a, a great combo of guys that fits the philosophy that I just shared with you. In my diehard league, uh, that's a 12-team league with 27-man rosters. So in this league, I only have two quarterbacks. I have Philip Rivers and Jameis Winston. Philip Rivers and Jameis Winston. In my freak league, it's another 10-team 10, 10 league with 30-man roster. I have Matt Ryan, Jameis Winston, and Joe Flacco. In my Good Times League, it's a 10-team league with a 30-man roster. I have Russell Wilson, Jared Goff, and Josh Rosen. In my Reality Sports Online League, this is a little different because it is a salary cap league, but it's a 12-team league with 24-man rosters. Um, And my buddy Dave Brown and I co-manage that. One, two years in a row, uh, we have Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Garoppolo. And then my brand-new startup that I did on the new FFPC League, it's a 12-team league with only 20-man rosters. I just carry two quarterbacks there, Matt Ryan and Tom Brady. So you can get a little bit of the flair for my team that I do have a lot of these older proven guys, really with the exception of Jameis Winston, and I guess you could argue uh, Jared Goff 
Um, he's on one of my rosters. But for the most part, I've got guys that are in their 30s and uh, are reliable year to year. So this is my philosophy for the quarterback position. I hope it helps you as you consider your roster construction and what you're trying to do to build your dynasty teams. That's a wrap for this week, my freaky friends. Thanks so much for listening. As always, make it a two-way conversation anytime by contacting me at Dynasty Freaks. That's Freaks with two E's, DynastyFreaks.com. You can email me at DynastyFreaks at gmail.com as well. Much better on email than I am on Twitter. You do know that I've been building a website for about a year now. This is episode number 52, and I sure would appreciate it if you guys would rate and review on iTunes. That would do me a great service. I don't have any that I can report this week, any other ratings or reviews, but do me a favor and take that couple minutes out of your time. That would do me uh, well and do the website well. Thanks so much for listening. I appreciate it. You know what to do until next time. Go out there and get freaky. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Freaks podcast with your host, Justin Christopher. We welcome your thoughts and advice. Let us know what you'd like to hear on the podcast or see on the website to help you dominate your league. Justin prides himself in responding to every email, so hit him up anytime at dynastyfreaks at gmail.com and follow him on Twitter at LonghornJustin. 